27 ounces, 39 pieces. I'm shaking back. My old hoe won't fuck on the top. Hey, right there. Every time you drop music, it's just. Everybody got a wean themselves in the gates, though. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not. I mean, I'm, not, I'm sure you don't have big fan base. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two, one, two. Yeah. This is the third episode of Organic Dope. Episode three. I am your host, Val B. Shaw. And this is Rallo. A.K.A. J.J. A.K.A. Lee. A.K.A. Hey, man. <laughs> Can't be giving away all my aliases. Yeah, no bullshit. We you back know. at it again, man. Okay, um, again, episode three. Episode three. How was your week, man? Hey, man, it was good, man. It was a good week. You know, good productive week. You know what I'm saying? Been, been actually been studying this. You know, this podcast broadcasting thing. You know. Just Mm-hmm. Trying to get better at what we're doing here, you know. Yeah, definitely got to hone in on the skills. Definitely. Been playing around with this shit. You know, I peep this a lot of people doing podcasts. Oh, yeah, they out here. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a lot of podcasts I think it's, out here. I think it's, it's way more people than what we expected it to be. Like, it's even, uh, it's a lot of people that I know personally that do podcasts that I didn't know do podcasts. Yeah. Like, I mean,. I kind of, I kind of seen it floating around, you know. Everybody I would see, you know, saying check out my podcast. I would see a lot of things getting shared. A lot of, a lot of stuff I thought was just spam. Like I see podcasts <laughs> in a link, you just like think it's a scam. But I really started to really sit down and listen to a lot. Cause also I started listening to a lot more talk radio. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you can get that quality of the talk radio on demand. Yeah, pretty much. Basically, you know what I'm saying. It's, yeah, and you know we talked about it before. Podcasting is something that you know it don't cost much to do. So you know, At all. if you if you got the equipment set up and you got the means to do it and you got the space, then by all means, you know. Yeah, you can just you can just really jump right into it. You know, it's it's not like when you're trying to rap. You know, you, you can't just rap. You gotta have soundproof room. It's not gonna sound right. You know, it's not gonna be quality. You can put out quality podcasting and you know quality content yeah with just you know some money invested get your equipment and you can get right into it man I mean we still gotta soundproof the trap though oh yeah we definitely (laughs) it's a lot of (laughs) there's a lot of echoing in this motherfucker yeah it's a whole lot of you know that going on (laughs) a whole lot of that going on but it ain't it's it's not music yeah yeah that's the the point I was trying yeah that's the that's the beauty in it so yeah, I definitely feel that. But <clears throat> other than that, man, I mean, it's, it's been a big week, man. Big week in sports, and you know, we got LeBron to the Lakers, man. Yeah, that's. I'm not a huge avid basketball fan, but to see that, it's just amazing, like how sports have changed over the years, man. Yeah, it's 
Yeah. To see LeBron in a Lakers uniform, like, because, I mean, I watched a lot of basketball, you know, when I was real young. And, you know, you see Jordan, you know, I saw Jordan, I saw Kobe, but LeBron might be the greatest, bro. And hear me out. You might not be arguing with me. Mm. I don't know if you're arguing with me. Oh, okay. I, I hear it. I hear <laughs> it. Nah, speak your piece. But hear me out, son. Like, I watched basketball a lot in the Jordan era when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I remember the nostalgia of Jordan. He's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be like Mike, okay? Okay. But you look at LeBron, son. He's just, forget being the face of basketball. Like, there is no NBA without LeBron James right now. Like, for the past how many years now? <laughs> Who's making – I have never seen an impact on any sport like this man has made on basketball. Just – not just basketball, because I know people are going to jump all over me. You don't even watch basketball. I'm talking about the impact that he has made on the sport. As a whole, not just the game, the sport. I'm not. I'm not there with you. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I don't. And I, I understand because I don't feel that argument. Because it's Jordan, B. It's Jordan. No, it's not even Jordan. Now you said the 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 key part of your argument was no. I'm not even gonna call it an argument. The key part of your statement was nobody. There hasn't been a bigger impact since Jordan with LeBron, right? That's that's that. I would argue that, and maybe I'm just caught up in the times I'm in. That with LeBron though, right now is bigger. How many all every finals he's in? <laughs> just no, can okay. you think back to a finals he ain't been in? Like, okay, I, I mean, I, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I understand the NBA is more of an individual sport. Now we talking. You can see somebody just go and take over. Okay, so are we talking? Are we talking? Are you saying as in dominant force, like as like just as a force? Like you talk about like the face of the NBA, like they literally can score at will, can you know like dominate? Like that's what you talking. Like they literally what I'm talking about is just the fear of LeBron James. What they talked about was now that LeBron has left the East, do the Wizards have a chance? Like to me, that is crazy. That yeah, that's impactful. How impactful that is, yeah. like it was like you know they've been making plans like all right, well LeBron maybe has two or three more years left in the East, so maybe by then we'll be able to. And now that he's gone, it's like that's a whole franchise that's happy that the man has gone. That's left from one side to yeah, the next. Like that's yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I'm caught up in. You oh, know, okay, it's so the, it, it's impact. Okay, maybe so, that's the best word for. It. All right, so let me. Let me put my spin on it because, one, I'm not a basketball fan. I'm not an avid basketball fan. Right. So I don't. We're I don't. Not yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we're not going to claim that we know stats and statistics and stuff yeah, like that. So, yeah, but don't hit us up with all. The, all the <laughs> yeah, don't don't comment and be like y'all niggas don't know. Nah, we don't know. So don't hit know. us up with the percent. I'm just talking about impact. But I will Tiger say, Woods had an impact. You don't know golf. But see, what I will say is that. That argument can be valid right now because he's still in the league. Right. But you forgetting about Kobe. We still had the Kobe era. Like, so you cannot right. okay. <laughs> you okay. cannot you I'll, cannot just go from Jordan 
to LeBron. Like you still okay. have to factor in the Mamba. Like, <laughs> like no bullshit. You got to factor in Kobe, bro. Like, yeah, okay, you definitely got to factor in Kobe. Yeah, like Kobe. You didn't slim. shoot a paper ball in the trash can and say yelling, Kobe without yelling Kobe. Exactly. You didn't do it, Mr. Eighty One in game. Like you right. So like, like now, granted, LeBron is the face of the NBA at the moment, and he is somebody who people fear. But I think the only reason people fear him, the only reason that there's fear and and how he moves, is because Kobe never moved. That's true. So if we assume. Kobe took the same route LeBron did as far as like moving from team to team. That's a fact. You know, That's a fact. LeBron and, was the first, the only to really, well, he was the first to take that step to really say, I'm going to take control. Yeah. I'm going to take my, my talents and go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't, he didn't submit his legacy in one place like how Kobe did. Right. Kobe stuck with the franchise. There's a lot of players who did that. Like, you know, like Tim Duncan, like yeah. David Robinson, like, these are players who stayed with their teams, right? Instead of instead of moving around, and I think the people like going back to what you're saying. I think people look at LeBron in that aspect because he was able he traveled with his talents, so it right. wasn't like it's 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 funny because people forget Shaq moved around. Shaq yeah. wasn't just only on the Lakers. Yeah. He played for the Celtics. He played for the Suns. He played, you know, yeah. he played for these other teams, but. Shaq has always been known to be a Laker. Right. So when LeBron moves... Even though he blew up yeah, in Orlando. Yeah, he blew up in Orlando, but he's always known to be a Laker because right. that's where he got his rings at. Yeah. So, you know, we can't take that same argument with LeBron and be like, yo, you got your rings. You're, you, you'll be a Heat fan forever. Like, <laughs> I mean, you'll be a Heat... You know, you'll be a part of the Heat forever. We can't submit him into the Heat because he got his two rings there and skated. Right. Like... So, I understand. I understand that dynamic. That can that argument can definitely be taken there as far as like you know being the face and the dominant force and and the fear of the NBA. Like this nigga is untouchable. Yeah. Like he you he's know LeBron he's unstoppable. James. He's LeBron James. The nigga's a physical freak. <laughs> so exactly. That, like that's, you know that's that's the other half of it. yeah. We talking about a nigga who was once like LeBron was like two sixty five like six. Like I think LeBron's like six eight, two sixty five, something like that. Like you couldn't stand in the like Miami Heat. LeBron is the best version of LeBron. Yeah, but as he got older and he wanted to get lighter, he wanted to be more of a finesse oh, yeah. you, player. You can't continue like, to be. Yeah, you can't be a big bruising. Yeah. Like you get older. Yeah, you get older, all and us. I think he realized that, and that's what made him hone into his game. Now you also have to fit. You have you have to factor in. Kobe was more of a team-spirited player after Shaq left. Right. So, he was more so about distribution, getting the ball to where it needed to be, like running plays to set up other players. Right. LeBron is still uh, a high-impact scorer. Like, so, you know, he can, like, lately, as of lately, like maybe the last couple years he's been in Cleveland – and, you know, him now in the Lakers is all about his team where he's setting his team up around him. So, some nights he don't drop 24 points. Yeah, he don't give you 13. That's, that's what Skip Bayless Yeah, did. yeah. Like, <laughs> so, he don't give you all that. But, you know, he'll he'll definitely set up his team. And that's that's him honing into the Kobe side of him. Because right. Kobe did that. He's trying to 
trying to get the team involved. As yeah, yeah. So, not is is he is he the greatest? I mean, I like I said, I could just be caught up in you know current nostalgia, but I just don't ever remember seeing somebody just that impactful because you know our sport is football, but it's much different. Yeah. Because even though, you know, even with guys like Tom Brady, you still got years there that they lost in the playoffs. You know, you, you can't dominate in football like you can in basketball because it takes – it's more of a team sport Yeah, in football. Yeah. That's only if you're a quarterback. I mean, if you're not a quarterback. Right. So, like if, if you're, you're a wide receiver, it's a dependent position. Yeah. Anybody. You got to have somebody to throw you the ball. You can be great. If your quarterback suck, then you, then you're gonna suck. Yeah, and that's even on defense. Like defense, wow. you can you can kind of be a staple on your own. So yeah. you can you can. There's been there's been high impact players in football on defense that can shut down the field. Yeah, like it, the it just them. Yeah, they can change the game just by themselves. Khalil Mack this year. Khalil Mack. I mean, we could we could dig in the crates. You talking about Troy Polamalu? Brian oh, Dawkins, Ray Lewis, yeah, like Ed Reed, like, and that was crazy because you had Ray and Ed on the same on the team same with Terrell Suggs. That's why, so, yeah, and Terrell Suggs still playing. That's yeah. why their defense is as good as it is, it was as good as it, it was back then. I don't know how great it is right now. I think they've been, I think they've been pretty good this year. Yeah, yeah, but that's, I mean, football is will definitely be the the catalyst in. How we move and you know right. like what we believe in because we grew up playing football. We grew up playing football. Yeah, so watching football. Yeah, watching football. Like even I seen the Tony Romo jump that you uh, reposted on uh, yeah. Facebook. That jump was tough because uh-huh. you know it's a lot of like it's a, we always make fun of Tony Romo, but the stats don't T- lie. Tony was getting it in. Yeah, Tony was definitely Tony that man. Romo got it in in his career. He just. When he failed, he failed spectacularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> he had spectacular failures when he failed. And that's that's I think that's what made him so iconic because he every game you was on the edge of your seat for good or for, for better or for worse watching yeah. Tony Romo. As yeah. a Cowboys fan, watching Tony Romo, it was it didn't get any more exciting because it may not have been what you wanted. Right. But as far as getting the blood pressure up, Tony Romo was it, man. Right. And, you know, you got Dak now and you got Redskins, Cowboys coming up this weekend. Who you got? I like the scares now. Oh. Like, I, like at like first I didn't. Betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. But I think uh, this, the Skins have, have kind of honed into what they needed as far as like they needed a running back and they went and got uh you know Adrian Peterson right and they needed to solidify on the running game yeah. so that was one thing they always had an issue with so now that they fixed that issue it's been kind of hard to like you know root against them kind of cuz i mean in that scenario it's it's always easy to root against them when you're not a fan but yeah, yeah. you know like against the Cowboys and sh- like and Dak definitely showing the kinks of in his armor like that could it's, be all right. <laughs> it's like, whoa, bro. Like, I don't know. Uh, like, I mean, I'm going to have to take the Cowboys. Not because I'm a fan, but because in general, Redskins have lost four out of the last 
what, five to them or last straight four or something like that. Mm-hmm. In general, the Redskins tend to fuck up when they play the Cowboys. Even when they're a better team, the Cowboys are trash that year and the Redskins are good. They tend to fuck up when they I play mean, the Cowboys. I mean, the Redskins tend to fuck up regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I don't think it takes a, a, the Cowboys to prove that. That's crazy how so many non-Redskin fans <laughs> yeah. in D.C. is but see, that's because D.C. is a melting pot, though. Yeah, it's a melting so pot. Everybody around the nation want to come here. And, and also, I heard on the radio, I heard, it was crazy, because remember we were talking about it the other day, and I heard on the radio early this morning, they were talking about uh, how they, why there's so many Cowboys fans that live in D.C. Yeah. You know, back in them days, the Redskins, they had all white players, and they had a huge stance on They weren't taking any black players. And you know DC was majority black at that time, right? And the Cowboys, they said we don't give a damn what color you are. If you can play, <laughs> right, you gonna play. So back in them times, you had a lot of people, a lot of black people who lived in DC who was like you know fuck the Redskins. Yeah. Y'all don't, y'all don't you know want to get black players. So we're gonna be Cowboys fans, the ultimate rival. Yeah. And that's how you end up with a lot of Cowboys fans in D.C. That's that's crazy. That's the history behind that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. With, with all this racial stuff going on right now, you're talking yeah. about sports. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That shit directly affected. Yeah. The sport. I, don't, I never really, I never really paid attention to the hype behind the, the, the whole rivalry. Like I know we was talking before about how how the rivalry is, and it's not even like a top yeah, it's not even it's not even considered a top ten NFL rivalry. Yeah, in in DC, it's 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 it it's yeah. it's the thing, but but it's definitely because you know it's 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 the whole Cowboys and Indians thing. Yeah, so that 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 right there within itself, and the uh, how can I say it the. The nostalgia of it. Right. As far as like, you know. Yeah. Just movies, cartoons. Right. You know, just stuff like that. Cowboys and Indians. Like yeah, yeah. So, the NFL don't pay attention to that shit. They just like, these two teams meet up, they don't like each other. Like, you know, so, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> the the Ravens and the Browns. Like, two oh, teams who meet up who. Snore fest games. <laughs> yeah, Jesus but they Christ. genuinely don't like each other. Like, that. The Pittsburgh and, uh Yeah, the Ravens Ravens and the uh, Steelers. Yeah, Ravens and the Steelers. Like somebody usually gets stabbed. Yeah, it's <laughs> hard nosed games. So it's it's crazy because we we look at that rivalry like, oh yeah, well, you know, Cowboys over the Indians and and you know, the Redskins over that and it's just like, bro, don't nobody <laughs> everybody else in the NFL don't care. Yeah, like, nobody gives a shit. So y'all yeah. can sit there and plus both teams have been trash. Like Oh yes, all of recent memories. Yes, huh? yes, most definitely, especially you skins, yeah. especially you skins, and been ultimate trash. Yeah, so nobody's giving a damn outside of the city. Yeah, we can't lose the female fan base right now. Though. <laughs> We're talking a lot of sports here. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear what you women want to talk about. We didn't went into the. Yeah, we the did, sports talk radio. Yeah, we definitely got it to our That's man versatility, bag. Versatility, though. You see yeah. that versatility right there? Our then? man bag right now. Man bag. You know what? I was here. Uh, I heard a great topic not too long ago about um, about like like condom shopping. Condom shopping. 
Like, when was the last time you actually shopped for condoms? Nat went and bought condoms. Like, literally, look. Never <laughs> shopped for condoms. <laughs> I have always been in the just Walmart, went in the store and, and cop. Went like, to the aisle and cop. Cop the box. It it depends. Yeah, in and out. I've never really shopped. It depends on if if it's a if it's somebody you care about. I think you'll shop. That's true. I think long, you'll shop. Like if in long term. Yeah, if it's a if it's a long term relationship, I really think you'll. Because all condoms aren't good condoms. No, they're not. And and that whole that whole like uh, uh, how can I put this? Tell them something. That whole stigma that y'all niggas put on Magnum condoms. Magnums. Magnums are trash. Are trash. (laughs) Magnums are trash condoms. (laughs) I don't know. I I guess it's the whole golden ticket thing, and they want to take you to the factory. Nah, like that. Magnumus. Trojan sell on it. (laughs) Trojan really sold you niggas like some some good confidence because. Magnum condoms are trash, Slim. Like, ask any real freak. Yeah, ask any any real nigga who out here like yeah, slanging the ping, banging like. and banging. <laughs> ask any female. Yeah, definitely. Ask ask any female about you Magnum know. condoms. Them jokes are trash. Like box dryers, Slim. Them jokes. You don't feel nothing in it. It's like <laughs> no no bullshit. It's like you you don't feel nothing in them jokes. It's like. A bulletproof vest for your dick, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, no bullshit, like that Kevlar, that Kevlar, you got level three on your dick, like <laughs> that shit is horrible. I'm never buying Magnum condoms again. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it's, that's kind of what I've been picking up out the gas station, you yeah. know, from close to my house when I need to get them because the other ones they sell are just off brand and even more trash. Yeah. But you're right, man. It's you got to we got to get out of that. I wanted to get them jokes that you were talking about. I couldn't remember the name. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I don't necessarily remember the name myself, but I know I know the packaging when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely the it's some condoms used by porn stars, and right. the material and everything is just like it's. It's magnificent, nigga. Like you know, like now you truly understand why poor stars go go the distance with them condoms. Like it's made out of vagina skin, <laughs> silkworm this condom made out of premium vagina skin. Yeah, so that that shit, those condoms are like I definitely definitely recommend them. I'm I'm a, I'm I would think about the name. I think they call it like royalty or royalness or some some shit like that. But they come in a blue box. And you can only order them online. Huh. Yeah, so that fellas special. Ladies, if if you wanna go through a good time and you know, your man is you wanna is, be protected. Is your your man is rinsing your box out of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely wanna go pick up them condoms. Man, that's terrible. Them jokes them jokes are made for quickies only. Man. I don't yeah. even think they made for that because you can't have no quickie and no magnum. You gotta just be focused. <laughs> yeah, no bullshit. You know the Jones I've been I've been buying lately, like ultra thins. Yeah, I like I like the orange pack lifestyles. I know like it's trash lifestyle comedy. Yeah, but the orange pack. Well, what is the orange pack though? I don't know. I is just know like, I picked them up before, and I was for, like, for I her pleasure. <laughs> 
just getting you all the juice and shit. <laughs> hey, hey, man, look. Them goddamn, uh, uh, I'm going to tell y'all a story about them goddamn oh, man. woman sensations condoms. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen. I tapped out quickly before because of a woman sensations condom. Them jumps the devil. The box wasn't even that great, son. The box was good. Yeah. But the fucking woman sensations condom was so much. <laughs> yeah, they, they're slim. I don't... <laughs> I've learned my lesson with anything warm in the in the, in the <laughs> no private area. Nothing. Natural warmth, please. Yeah, like that. No, no outside warmth. Slim. That warm in jail. You talk about the condom. The jail hey, is worse. That shit is terrible. Yeah, like that warming lube. That, that shit, shit is insane. Like that shit. You'll you'll feel like a microwave in that motherfucker. <laughs> like, <laughs> No bullshit. That's an groove. You niggas wanna y'all wanna go out there and and, and and be freaky and oh let me pull out the lube and I'm not making you know I'm not saying you dry baby yeah. but let's spice it up. Y'all fuck around go buy that warming sensation shit. You fuck with that warming sensations if you, you ain't want gonna to. last long as you want to, Slim. You gonna get eight strokes in. <laughs> eight strokes. Eight good strokes. No bullshit. It's gonna be over with. You can reset as many times as you want. <laughs> <laughs> You bet that I get them eight strokes from the back either. Oh, no. Nah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. It's over with. Ladies be knowing what they do when they when they start arching their back like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Johnson just be trying, be trying to just end it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Arching your back like that. We like, wait a minute. Yeah. Now nah, nigga got to sit there and figure out every calculus problem he got wrong in high right. school. To, to stay at the ceiling. Think yeah. about sports talk radio. <laughs> hey, that's a, that's, a good, that's a good question. What do you think about when you was a five vagina? Man, like, what what goes through your process? Sports, bro. You got to think about like just random ass. Like, damn, Zeke need to rush for over 100. <laughs> <laughs> For us to get this victory, like you got, you gotta go there, son. Cause you in that fire, you are in the fire. <laughs> you gotta go there, man. You gotta distract yourself, man. It's, you just in there, you start looking down and shit. It's over, man. man. And women know that shit. I think about fighting celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. No bullshit. I'd be like, damn. If I, I really feel like I can wreck that nigga Buster. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit! I be like, I gotta really knock this nigga out. Knock this nigga. Yeah, the fuck if out. I see this nigga in the VIP, nigga, I, I swing on this nigga, <laughs> chop him in his throat. Oh man! Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think about that. I think about upcoming bills. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I think about uh, adult shit that I have to do later on. Like, yo, I, I stopped doing that because one time I, I, I stopped thinking too much. <laughs> Oh yeah, to take yourself all the way out. It just took myself all the way out the game. She was like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, no bullshit. I was like, "I owe Navy Federal one hundred and fifty-eight dollars." She made your dick so <laughs> made your penis. Yeah, hey, I can't think about bills. Bills make my dick so. Yeah, it, it 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 depends. Like because sometimes you can think about your finances and get turned on even more. That's true. I'm like, oh man, I got a whole number check. Whole, uh, a free check. A whole free check, uh, baby. Yeah, that means I can pay for another room to knock this out. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get multiple rooms for this yeah, man, fire. Yeah. yeah. 
man. You get you got to distract yourself when you're in the fire, man. You're talking about fire in there. You heard about all this polygamy talk. They're talking about getting into multiple fires at once. <laughs> <laughs> Great in a, segue. In a, in a polygamist, man. You been hearing this, man? Um, They've been sliding all this polygamy out there. It's like dudes been trying it to test the waters to see. Bro, hey, first, babe, look at this. First, they crazy. <laughs> first off, I want to know. I want to know how 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 a man deals with that because women are <laughs> women are. Oh, we going in. We going in this time. Women are complex knows. creatures, and yes. like. I'm not. I'm not trying to use. I'm not trying to call y'all bees, bitches, and whores and none ain't of that. Going there. This, but I'm saying the the complexity of a woman is a like the complexity of one woman is enough. Like as far as like stress. Amen. So for a man to sit here and be like, you know, I want two vaginas, like, Man. and 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 you know what? Now that I think about it, and let me retract on that. That energy might be different. Yeah, so I that, think I think it would take very special people for that to work long term. Yeah, like you know how you 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 meet somebody and they're just different. Like everybody don't operate the same way. But in the in the typical mindsets of of men and women, that shit is fantasy shit. Yeah, I I don't see that just working for your average dudes out here. You know, everybody thinking that. You know, it's just oh, it's it's all gravy because the first thing a lot of women are saying was, "Well, how would you feel if I wanted another man in the relationship?" Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> you know, yeah. because women are naturally like, "Well, wait a minute," you know, y'all trying to get over, yeah, and that's the, that's going to be the automatic response from women is y'all trying to get over, You're trying to work the system, you know. But I think I think it can work. Obviously, it does work for some people, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I'm not talking about in places where. You know, it's just forced, like places where you will be my wife. Yeah, like they got fourteen wives. You can't count that. It's, see, look, polygamy it works. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. That's, nah, you that's gotta, a whole different. <laughs> yeah, you got to use it in the states. Yeah, that's a whole different dynamic. And, I'm talking about people who you know have have rights and are free. And, yeah, and see, know, the, are making a decision that hey, you know, I want to be a part of this. I don't. Me as a person, I know how I am. I don't think I can handle that. Me either. Like because, and it's not, and it's not from like me talking about like you know, women being on their periods at the same time and stuff like yeah, that. It's, it's not it's, none of the it's, typical stuff. It's. I mean, to cut you off. No, nah, go ahead. I I think that would just wear on you, man. Because let's be real. Sometimes in relationships, in long term relationships, man, you, the person starts to wear on you. It yeah. can start to wear And that's when you start To have to find things And find ways to If you truly love each other To make it work yeah. But to just have to deal With two Yeah People and two Everybody has issues man Yeah Everybody You're dealing, you dealing with two personalities you deal, you're dealing with Two sets of luggage Like Yeah And that's why I say I feel like I can't handle it Because I know Where I'm invested With you I'm invested with you Exactly So I I don't feel like I would have enough energy to invest in two people. Like, because, you know, as a man, and and this is me in my adult bag, like, you know, like me older, as a man, you have to take care of your woman. 
You have to. So, <clears throat> so you just saying you gonna take care of two? Yeah, like right. it's hard enough taking care of one. Man. Like, <laughs> like no bull. Like you just you just really out here. Like yeah, and we're gonna I'm gonna take care of two. And I know everybody is you know in the memes and you know in Facebook everybody is talking about oh everybody's working and we pool our money. Come on, man. These perfect scenarios, schemes that we got going on with everybody's doing all this perfect math and. I put in three hundred, and you put in three hundred, and you put in three hundred, and that's. We all know life don't work like that. Somebody gonna spend a lot of money on shoes and clothes. Yeah. Somebody's gonna want to save a lot more money. Somebody might not be responsible. Like that's how life works. You gotta yeah. think about how life works, not just how yeah. the perfect scenario in your head. How, of course, yeah. if I could just set it up with two <laughs> women. That loved me all the time and smiled every yeah, time yeah. I came home and, and it was loved great. Each other. Yeah, and they loved each other and it was great every day and they took turns cooking me breakfast and lunch and dinner. Of course. Yeah, yeah. But I know that's not how life works. <laughs> yeah. And, that's and, not how life works and that's, at all. Man. And that's why I said it it could work. Like every I want people to break that 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 un that unwritten rule book of how a relationship should go. Like yeah, right. Because every relationship moves differently. There's no there's no right and wrong in a relationship. It's only your feelings in a relationship. So, yeah. as a man, me and you are totally different. We are two totally different guys. Exactly. So, what I like in a relationship, you might not tolerate. Exactly. Like, you know, with your woman and with my woman. So exactly. You know, exactly. You have to look at that. Yeah. So, me and my scenario and my situation, if we talking and, you know, like, and I'm telling you, yo, me and Shorty go through this, and you, you know, in the back of your head, you could look at it and be like, I'll never go through that. Like, yeah, like nah, I can't deal. You with know, that. that's that's not you. Yeah. So, but I might be dealing with something that to him is even more crazy than what he's dealing with. He's like, man, why the fuck is he dealing with that? So exactly. I think I was. I just I thought about this the other day. I was like, we have all accepted that everybody is different, but it seems like once we get in relationships. It's supposed to be this. Yeah. Like, everybody is... It's like, all right, once we got together, okay, we're going to be doing this. We, we post, You know, it's a schedule all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, individually, we all say, oh, everybody's different. Everybody is, you know, nobody's the same. No two people are the same. But once you get in relationships, it's like, everybody's supposed to. We're supposed to grow or go in this, this way or this direction, you know, towards getting married and towards, you know, just whatever that... That's not may not even be for you. Yeah, you may you may be looking for the white picket fence lifestyle, but the whole time you might find out that that's not you. Yeah, you know you yeah. might you might not be the guy who you might not be the corporate guy. Like a lot of people end up, you know, in work that they don't want to be in because they're trying to fit a certain profile. Is I want to be this particular person or this particular man that the woman wants them to be. Yeah. So now you're working a, a job that you may not want to work, doing things you may not want to do, and being who you're not, you know, being a person you're not. Yeah. I mean, and, and I think that the current native, the current narrative of living standard as far as relationships and the current standards that people have with relationships now are kind of, they're jaded. <clears throat> because there's certain things in a relationship that you should be doing. Like you should, as a man. Like I don't, I don't know the role of a woman fully, but right. 
as a man, there's certain things you should be doing. So you should be making sure that your youngin is good at all times. Amen. Like, you know, you should you should be taking care of her the best way you can. You got to show her that you can protect her. Exactly. So the nigga, like to the niggas who always sit there and make fun of women and, you know, like, like. They, yeah, all that bashing and yeah, that that female bashing and you know like saying you're not gonna do this and you're not gonna do that and like like you feel like you need to be catered catered to like it's something that a deacon of my church had told me one time and it stuck with me ever since he told me he was like you know <clears throat> my wife knows I love a home cooked meal like she knows that but I've never once asked her to have food ready when I come home. Because she just doesn't Well nah not even that He had to show her That that's what he liked So he never flat out told her I want food on the table when I come in the house And I want the house clean He did it Like he did it himself Right And then she loved him enough to do it So he wouldn't have to do it Like That's that's, that's real right there That's real Like that's not You know like you can't come into a relationship and demand like yeah, and I, and I think that that's the narrative that I that I hate about how people look at relationships. Like right. you cannot look at a relationship as a man and demand things like and, and vice versa. As a woman, it's only a certain select few things that you can kind of demand. Like yeah, I, I man, demand to yeah. be protected. I yeah, demand protected, to be respected. Yeah, respected All things those like basic that. Things. Yeah, but as a man, you're supposed to lead. Right. So you're supposed to be the covering to your woman. So she's supposed to be going in the direction that you taking her in. Exactly. So that that whole like stigma and that whole belief system that men have with the whole a woman is supposed to cook, a woman is supposed to clean, right. a woman is supposed to take care of my kids, like a woman is supposed to do this. She's not your slave, my nigga. Like right. <laughs> she's not a servant. Like you niggas, like you That's niggas, that super aggressive. Yeah, like but but, but, but check this out though, niggas. Will, I've seen a lot of it though. Yeah, niggas will flat seen. out step into a relationship. Yeah, like all right. <laughs> Automatically demanded Like Don't spell no dinner cooking <laughs> I need dinner cooking I need this dick sucked Soon as I get in the house Whether work or not Like yeah, You cannot do that Like nah, That's not how life works It's not, not in no healthy Yeah Not in, <laughs> not in a healthy relationship man. It's, healthy it's some shit like that Going on out here But it ain't healthy Yeah Like And, and That's That's what needs to be broken Especially with black men Because I see we see it every day on social media. We see women flat out like degrading men. And we right. look at it like, you know, as a man, of course, everybody wants to protect their side of things. So right. you know, like as a man, you can be like battle lines are drawn. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, as a man and you see somebody bashing women, I mean bashing men all the time, of course you're gonna step up and be like, hey. Right, like, you know, what's your problem? Like, what's going on with you? Like, not all men. Like, you, you're gonna. It's in your nature to say it because yeah, it's, in, it's in your nature to say not all, not all men, whatever. or you know, yeah. like, you know, not all men, but more so, <clears throat> it might be you. Like you, like, it's a lot of variables in that whole conversation. Exactly. So yeah. you cannot bash men because of how you maneuver. Like, right. what you like is what you like. You just haven't found a man for that. And as a man, what you like is what you like. Yeah, you, you might just, 
haven't found a woman. Just haven't found your match. Yeah, so you can't say, you know, y'all niggas do this and y'all niggas do that. And then it's just, it's it's the constant back and forth that blows the shit out of me because it's, it, it keeps me off social media because all I see is men are trash. Yeah. Men do this and men are so ass backwards and this, that, and the fourth. And then as a man, I'm sitting there like, damn, like you. Right, like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, like, especially because how we move as as gentlemen. Right. Like, you know, that shit is, is hurtful, kind of like. It's, it's like, and, 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 and I know it's a lot of chicks who go online and troll. And, and, oh yeah, yeah. So a lot they, of people online are just talking shit. Yeah, they play that game and then <laughs> yeah. go lay up with they man. Exactly. Like, they, they got a whole man and family yeah. at home, and they getting online talking about men are trash. Yeah. So for likes, for likes, likes and comments. Yeah, yeah. I got to stop with that fifteen minutes of fame shit, man. <laughs> no bullshit. Like niggas, are, niggas are really getting hurt, <laughs> and 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 niggas don't know how to handle that fame either. Like. Oh you, no! You been hearing about these these Instagram niggas who get famous, or these Vine niggas who get famous, and then when they get thrown on the comedy stage or they get thrown in that arena, they get thrown in that they arena. Some shit. Yeah, because like, they're not really entertainers. Or yeah, they, or they didn't. They probably with if they had the right mindset, it could have been good. But all this just you know, fifteen seconds of fame or fifteen minutes of fame is just that. But now, 15 minutes of fame has catapulted people into spaces where they're not really comfortable. Yeah. Or they're not even really, they don't really belong for real. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like you said, they get get into that arena where it's like, oh, you know, you had 250,000 likes. We're going to put you on this, you know, on this yeah. show. Yeah. And they bomb out because they're not really entertainers. Yeah. They just, you they, know, had a funny moment. Niggas looking for... The fame, and then when they get the fame, they don't know how to handle the fame. Exactly. Like, don't know how to. Don't yeah. know how to be a, a professional when it comes to that yeah, shit. When right. it comes to doing it for checks, it's easy to do something, you know, just sit and do it for free. But when it comes down to do it for checks, when it's time to focus and you got to really do that shit, then people start questioning themselves. Like, damn, is this really even what I want to do? Yeah. You know. Yeah. If it's not your calling, <laughs> don't step out there. No. Like it's, and it, and I feel like you know now the, this generation is like the low self esteem generation. Yeah, like it's it's a lot they, of people. They say, they say that we the result of the whole everybody gets a trophy mm. thing. That's yeah. that's what they say about yeah. our generation. That makes that's a lot it, of sense. That's when it started with the whole you know, even the, though the participation. Yeah, trophy. even though you trash, every player had to get a certain <laughs> amount of plays. <laughs> you know, like. Your son could suck. <laughs> Your son sucks in football, but he's going to get at least eight plays. And it, and it, yeah. it had to be counted. Like, it was yeah, a lady yeah. who used to regulate and make sure that every player played. Right. Because it was about participation and all that. Mm. But to me, that's not realistic because it doesn't let you learn. Because as a kid, if you're a trash in football, you figure, fuck, I'm not playing. I don't want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. I'll find something I'm good at. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it it gives you a false sense of, you know, I'm great at football, yeah. mom and shit. You yeah, know, yeah. everybody cheering you on and clapping, but you suck. Yeah. <laughs> the reality of the situation is you suck. At nine years old, you suck at football. It happens. That's realistic. <laughs> That's a little harsh. Hey, man, look, listen. But... It don't have to be that harsh, though. Let me let me finish. <laughs> it don't have to be that harsh because, like I said, if that little kid is going to practice every day, he he gonna learn. He's going to practice every day. Okay, I'm going to practice, 
it's cold out here. I'm, I'm getting hit in practice all the time, but I ain't never getting in the game. Mm-hmm. Then he starts, he's he going to make a decision. Yeah, it might hurt. Yeah, it might, you know, it might hurt his feelings, but he's going to learn that I'm not going to keep doing something that's not benefiting me. Yeah. I'm going to do something else. Maybe I'll try basketball. Yeah, you know, yeah, maybe yeah. I'm going to shoot a basketball. Yeah. Hey, somebody got a tennis racket over here. Maybe I'll pick that up. Yeah. That's, it, it'll lead you, it teaches you real life because when you get older and get to college mm. and high school, you'll be humble. When you suck, you suck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not going to be any participation or anything like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they, they say we are the. Not, you know, we, fuck that, they ain't talking about me. Yeah. But, you know, our generation, they say that's the result of, everybody you know, gets everybody a gets a trophy. Yeah, yeah. So you see a lot of people that get out here, they can't handle it. You know, take one loss, can't handle it. You know, you're supposed to, you know, get a scholarship or whatever, you don't get it, flip the fuck out. You know, now you go out here, you're wild and you're tripping, like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. You never took a loss. Yeah. And everybody has kissed your ass up to a point where it didn't work anymore. Yeah. And now you just left out here. And that yeah. and that's 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 what they say. That make a lot of sense though. I think it, I think the reason it makes a lot of sense is because it doesn't it doesn't teach work ethic kinda. Exactly. Like if if you factor in, like you said, if you trash, you trash. Yeah. But if me and you play on the same team and I see you getting the praise that I want. Like, it's it it should make me want to work harder. Yeah, that's that's if true. it's something that's, that I want to do. That's the other side of it. Yeah, so I should want to work harder to be able to get the recognition that you get. Right. So if you're the star running back and you averaging, you know, eighty to a hundred yards a game, and I'm like, man, this nigga getting MVP. Like right. this nigga getting a trophy every game. He getting the game ball. Like, you know, as a, as a who I am. Like I'm, I'm speaking from who I am. I'm gonna be like, yo, I want that. Yeah, like, I want that too. Yeah, so It'll make you work hard. Yeah, especially if I'm a running back, it I'm gonna be like, you, yo, it like, makes you adapt to the real world. It exactly, makes you learn. Yeah, yeah. So it does, it does make sense to do that. I think the the rationale behind everybody gets a trophy though was a good rationale. Like even though it it sucked, like it sucks yeah, now to see the product of it. But at that moment in time. If you think about kids who don't have a proper upbringing, yeah, and you know, like you have a lot of like emotionally unstable kids now, and they come from right. these environments where certain things they can't handle. Like, you know, when we was in elementary school, you got an attendance award. Thank you right. for coming to school every day. Yeah, perfect attendance. Yeah, so they found something to congratulate you on. Yeah. To so to make you feel better. Exactly. And, and that's important. You can't Yeah. That, like, <laughs> so that's why I say you know, you say if you suck, you suck. Yeah, like that's, true. That's, that's why I was like, yo, that's a little harsh. Like <laughs> because you know, if a kid is trying right. and he he just not getting it, but you know, he he's just not acting up to the performance level he needs to be to to be a star athlete. Like you said, you should try something else, but that also falls on the shoulders of parents. If I see my son and my son is some cold hard trash, right? And I'm just footwork like, ain't right. Footwork ain't right. Scared to tackle. A nigga got butterfingers. Like scared to tackle. Scared to do anything. Like if I see that and I know that he's been working hard and he's just not getting it, 
I might want to put my son in a different sport. I'm going to hand him a basketball. Exactly. Like, I'm going to put him in a different sport because, obviously, this might not be his thing. Right. Now, if it's something he want to play for the fun of it, then, right. you know, so be it. But if it's if it's something he wants to be competitive in and he's not getting it and we done tried every avenue, like, I'm I'm, I'm getting you trainers. I'm, I'm putting you in football clinics. Like, this right. is what I'm doing to give you what you're looking for. And you steal some shit. <laughs> then I'm going to just be like, yo, my nigga, let's try. This is a golf club. You know, like, <laughs> not golf. <laughs> but, you know, like, I'm going to try the avenue. And I think what people fuck up is, especially parents nowadays, they want to live vicariously through their kids. Yeah, it's a lot of that going on. Yeah, so y'all chicks got to stop dressing your kids up, your sons as as the Migos All that gear like, <laughs> You gotta stop Dressing your sons up Like the Migos Yo like, oh You gotta stop Like putting them In design Kids do not care About kids that shit Kids don't want yo. No fucking designer clothes kids, You know what I seen The other day that, that warmed my heart It was a little dude On Instagram Somebody posted They son And the nigga Had Mickey Mouse shoes on like That's with really, the hand, with the hands on it And you know Like the yeah. face You know the face On the tongue And shit like that And that shit warmed my heart because That's I was, what it was like, supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like I, he was. I don't know. He was probably like four or five or something like that. So he, he wasn't no like baby, but he was right. like a little toddler or something. Yeah. So the fact that he had Mickey Mouse shoes on it warmed my heart because he, he did fly out little dude. Like he had his little jean jacket on, you know, his little jeans stuff like that. But he had Mickey Mouse shoes on. Yeah, that warmed my heart because it showed that they gave him what he wanted. Exactly. That's what like, he asked for. Yeah, like that's what he asked for. Like you know, like I I yeah. like these shoes. Not you telling them. Yeah, not here. You see these Jordans? These, yeah, take these, these are great. Yeah, I'm buying my son phones. He need to be fly. That's not the case. Kids do not care about that. Kids shit. don't give a damn. Like long as them bitches is not hurting his feet and crunching his baby toe. Like right. Put that nigga in some uh, fucking some some goof troop shoes because that's what he likes. Like. And let him and let, be a kid, bro. Let him bruh. be great, man. Like I, I, I hate that, yo. Because yeah, I've, I've definitely seen a lot of it, man. Little button ups, and you know, jeans and and acid wash jeans and yeah, shit. Yeah, like what like, the you hell? Putting, you putting jewelry on a nigga, like the nigga yeah. I see, a, I, I see a little boy with like a chain on it. Yeah, was like, a chain man, with a like, pendant, and like, like come on, man. Slim, it's, if if it's not. And 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 don't get me wrong, like the jewelry thing. Now I don't want to get 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 hung up on that, but the jewelry thing, if it's symbolic, yeah, like because I know I I know I see a lot of uh, little like Mexicans and Latin American kids like wear jewelry. They yeah. wear like chains, like little boys. They yeah. wear like you know necklaces, right? But that could also be a part of their culture. So right. it could be symbolic. It's not. It's not for fashion. Really? Yeah. Because I've seen these little, you know, these little boys with chains on, and they might just have their diaper on, right. but they still got their chain on. Yeah. So that could be symbolic to them, like you know, you know, that's my son. My son need to have what I have. This is what we share. So if I wear a chain every day, or if I wear an ankle bracelet, or however, he need to wear the same thing. Or right. I want him to wear the same thing because that's what we share. That is fine. But when you step out here and you got your man looking like he about to go to a gala, <laughs> like, <laughs> or like, like he about to go, you know, he about to go crank a twenty minute set at so our Beezle or so something. So he can go play in the park and shit. Yeah, so he Come can go on, play man. in the park. Like, who are you dressing them up for? Because these little girls his age ain't looking at that. They don't give a damn. They about don't that. give a damn about that. Like, that's how you get caught with these nine and ten year olds having sex. 
Exactly. Like sucking dick in, in, in hallways and shit. Like you can get them too caught up in You done already raised uh, them too the fast. The adult world. Yeah, you done raised them too fast. Like you done cursed them out in the grocery store. You can call them all type of bitches and niggas yeah, and I, I motherfuckers just, and definitely this especially this wave of just putting your kids on social media doing all kinds of Man. My thing is if you're gonna be stupid, be stupid. By yourself, like don't share it with the world. Like I don't see that video that came out recently of the girl that's you know letting her kids smoke and all that. Like you know you can get in trouble for that by now, right? Like yeah. you have to. They got jabbed up for that. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying like, is it not mental illness to sit up here? Like if I did that with my child, I wouldn't tape it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the part of it that always killed me. It's like it's not the crime. It's it's the you know the lack of awareness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That always puzzled me when I see people do stuff like I see people rob stores with no mask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you ever think about? You ever think like how? What kind of mindset do you have to have to say, "I'm gonna go run in this 7-Eleven"? I got it. You got your gun. You so yeah. you got your materials. Yeah, yeah. You, you were smart enough to do that. But I'm gonna run in this store. I don't have no mask. I don't have anything. I'm gonna run in here and rob the store. That. To me, I always I call it, it's mental illness. It has to be. Yeah, that 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 proves that is zero foresight. But see, that proves the point of certain people having not like not needing kids. Yeah, like zero abor- foresight. Uh, 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 <laughs> ab- abortion is a touchy topic, but I feel like it's one of those things that has that it has to be available. Like. Yeah. You can't just sit up here and say, "Oh, you had sex, so that's it. That's yeah. your punishment." Like, no. Yeah, you you cannot do that because there's a lot of people out here, and I don't want to say they get a get out of jail free card because you laid down. That's what you did. You got to live with the consequences. Right. I'm not taking that from them, right. but it's a lot of people who got kids who don't need kids, bro. Yeah. Like and that's reality. And and and. The fact that they act the way they act, you're bringing your kid up to be something that's not great. Yeah. So you're raising another product. It's the whole cycle. Yeah, it's the cycle. So now you're bringing a kid into this world who didn't have a choice to be here. Nope. You know, like, it's just here. And now you're putting this kid through everything. Like, yeah, everything you're going to, we're going to be all right. Yeah, the arguments between you and your baby father, the... The, the ups and downs of being able to get them from school. The, yeah. you know, like, like all these constant that's, variables that you might not have thought about. That shit don't go away. <laughs> no, nah, it don't. Because you stuck with it for 18 years. Yeah. And like, it, it, it's, it sticks with the kid as you grow up. And yeah. I, that's another statement I always make on my Facebook and stuff. I say, you know, people, we really care about kids until they grow up. Yeah. We really love kids and children until they grow up. Until they because get... when you turn sixteen, see when when you was when you were five and getting abused, it was terrible. Everybody came to your rescue. When you were six or seven and you were homeless, you know you you got somewhere to stay immediately. But by the time you're seventeen and you done been through all that, now you're homeless. Nobody give a damn anymore. Yeah, that's the world. That's life. Yeah. But like, that's that's also the system too. Yeah, like how like you know how hard it is. For pre like preteens and teenagers to get adopted, oh hell yeah! Like like that foster care system. Is yeah, that foster care system is a bitch. Like, but it's just like you said, people want babies. 
Like people yeah. love the idea of a baby. Yeah. Like I have this small human being who yeah, loves me, love who wants to grow up. kiss on me, and like tells me they like. Like it's it's a lot of women who say they want kids, but not a relationship. Yep. And it's like, what are you really going through? Yeah. Like like like, <laughs> that, <laughs> like what are you going is, through at home? That because, is a mental. Like I feel like that's and and I know this might cause an uproar. We might get some backlash for that, but if you are a woman. And you only want a kid. Like, I just want a child. Like I just I want a child. I don't need the man. I don't. I don't need a man. I just. I we're just want we're a not child. talking about you know if you know you got a baby daddy and it don't work and it's just we're not talking about that. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about you just going you beelining into the situation. Yeah, like you know, like I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I, I don't need a relationship. I just want a child. Yeah, you like, know, I just want to be able to. I just want a kid, and I don't want to worry about the relationship. Like. Or, or 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 people or women who step out super on a limb and go get artificially inseminated, right. and it's like, and they don't have anybody in their lives. It's just like, yeah, like that, that. you as a like, I want people to get over the narrative. Like, and I know I use narrative a lot on this episode, but I, I want people to get over this whole standard of being alone. Like, Slim, right. you were not meant to be that alone, shit, dog. That like, shit <laughs> sucks. Like. You are not meant to sit here Trust me, and, and put your <laughs> <laughs> talk your shit, <laughs> shoot your shot. Uh, but I, that's true, man. Nah, but you are not meant to be alone, dog. So to hear a woman who you know, like women who I are need nobody, natural, loving, nurturing, like caring people, man, we to are say, beings. yeah, to say I only want a baby, like. In those beginning stages, if you have a child and you're alone, it's going to suck. Man, it's rough. It's rough. Postpartum, yeah, family members and you know women I know. That that shit shit real. You need help, Slim. Like it ain't. It ain't. It ain't a like. You cannot take the. It's yin and yang, man. Yeah, you cannot take the romance out of. And I'm not talking about sex, but you cannot take the romantic and intimate feel. Of a relationship and try to impose it into a child. Yeah. Like you cannot you like you're looking for intimacy and not in a sexual way, but more so like a, a mental yeah. stipulation. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. That's, like that's what you're looking that's what for. Old head told me. He said that's why like as a female, you be wondering why you might deal with a female and right after she get pregnant, she don't want nothing to do with you. She just like, I am pregnant, we'll deal with that. Yeah. And that shit has happened to me, man. Like like, damn, I thought we was Thought we was close. Like, yeah. After she was pregnant, ain't really want to talk to me. Like you know, situation worked out kind of different. But it was just the old head told me he's like, well, she got her unconditional love. Yeah. She's always she got what wanted she was a son, for. or she always wanted a daughter. You ain't really, you know. I mean, you you and her was just kind of you know fucking around. She might have liked you. Yeah. But she wasn't really yeah. looking for it like that. But now that it's a child of the situation. That's unconditional love. Yeah. And she don't need you for that at all. Like, <laughs> she used you and got you what you you know got what she was looking for, and it 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 sucks to talk about it because you you don't think that people are really sitting out here like scheming for your semen yeah and shit. yeah <laughs> scheming for your semen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you really want you would like to believe that you know like I mean you know if. You would like to believe that if a female says they're on birth control that they are, you know. Yeah. You know, if a, if a woman says, I'm not trying to have any children, that they really mean that. Yeah. But 
you can't, you know, there's always that's not always the case. Yeah. Because if if that turns out not to be the case, then oh well. Yeah. <laughs> you left with what you left with, you know. Yeah, like I don't. <laughs> I hope this doesn't turn away women. The fact that we talk about this like this, but from it's got to be real. Man. Yeah, you got to be real. Like it's there's something genuinely wrong with you. If you feel as though having a child is going to make your life better, and I'm not saying kids don't do that, yeah, but I'm but talking that, about that is not a step to take. To, yeah, like just to have a baby so you can feel better. That's like yeah. you got a lot of shotgun marriages out here, like yeah, people who flat out get married in a relationship because they feel like it's the best thing. Let's do it. Let's do it. Like, and you're not taking. You know, you're not taking the steps to actually go through the process to produce a product that you'll enjoy. So, right. you know, like, you cannot sit here and look at a child and be like, all right, this baby is going to give me everything I need. When that baby can't even tell you at that moment in time, like, yo, I need to be changed. I need to be left alone. Right. Like, this is your first child. Like, exactly. it's, it's different if, you know, you already got a kid. You're like, yo, I want another kid and... And and I don't want to take away from women's clocks ticking, right? Like that is a real thing. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of we talk about this. It's a lot of variables in these situations, but the core of what we talking about, you know, it's like you say, is there's women out here that just that's what they want. They're not they don't want anything else. They already go into it knowing that I'm not here for a relationship. I yeah. want a baby. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that's. That's insane. Like, petrified. That's petrified. <laughs> like you said, they scared before you save it. Yeah? Like, <laughs> that's scary, bro. Scared before the saving, man. You got to change the conversation. <laughs> that's a little depressing as a man to hear. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's tough out here. Definitely. How you feel about over the shoulder fanny packs? <laughs> <laughs> Over the shoulder fanny pack. Over the shoulder fanny packs. I know you. I know you've seen it. I've seen them. These niggas walking around with fanny packs strapped over their shoulder. Like <sighs> it's a little weird. Like canteens. Yeah, like man, military it, canteen. I feel like you know if you got that, it needs to be tactical. Like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you go and have a fanny pack over your shoulder, like it need to have. A flashbang or something in this. Yeah. Something of Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something of tactical use. Pull out a wrench or something. I don't know. <laughs> Pull out a wrench. <laughs> I need a wrench to come out of that fanny pack. Yeah, or something. Swiss Army knife. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure about the the, the, the fanny packs, man. It's, yeah. But no, I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna say it's like oh that's gay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that's the easy response to everything. You know, yeah. skinny jeans, gay. You know, yeah. Tight shirt, gay. I'm not gonna sit here, you know. But it's, I wouldn't do it. You know, I did. Yeah. It's just not something I would wear or I would use or whatever. Yeah. Just, I I think I kind of fuck with it, and I, I like I kind of fuck with it because it's different. Like yeah. I, I'm a fan of of different shit, so it's not. Overly feminine because the way you're wearing it is like yeah. you know like but to me it's not just the fem it's just okay if you need a book bag and just you know <laughs> <laughs> you want to see you want to see the utility in it yeah like that's, <laughs> <laughs> don't wear it for fashion yeah you know? like yeah. that's that's just all I'm saying you know yeah yeah it, you know you, you wearing a bag I mean 
<laughs> we talking about man bags. I remember we, remember we man bag. We had that. I remember I had that little ass bag, but I had it for work though. <laughs> I remember these niggas fired me up and shit. But yeah, man, you know. But I had it for work. Like it was like a little satchel joke, but I had it. Nah, nah. I would wear that to work. You ain't had that for work. Man, I ain't wear that around. <laughs> you ain't seen me with a satchel. <laughs> Walking around in the streets. So we would in Target or worn the Target. Satchel. <laughs> I feel like if you got a satchel, it needs to have a purpose. That's all I'm saying. A satchel. Like if you just if you just throw your outfit on, you throw your fresh fit, and then you just throw it on the satchel. It's like there's nothing in it. <laughs> Did you really need it for the fit? Yeah, that, you know? the, the whole the whole label horse shit is 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 wild to me because a nigga will wear that. Just to display the name of it, like right. so. If it's, a, it's, if it's a Gucci joke, that nigga only have sixteen cent and some pubic hair in that motherfucker. Like, <laughs> but, but it's Gucci. But it's Gucci though. It's, it's like Gucci session. Yeah, like I, I don't know. If you going to play bingo, my nigga, or you know, you going to gamble possibly, I mean, and you yeah, gonna put had, your racks I mean, in there. Had, had some money in there. That's all. Yeah, I'm like dude, you got a satchel with some money in it. I can't argue with yeah, you. Yeah, well. When women only want to carry their wallet and their phone, or they only want to carry their phone, they put it in their pockets. They don't carry your purse. Right. So you as a man, you got pockets. You putting shit in your your pockets. What are you carrying in your your fanny pack? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not seriously. Like, what do you? Man, everything I need is in my wallet. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Know. Like, are you keeping? You know, yeah. I don't know extra condoms or. Yeah, I mean, it's... a pair of socks when it rain. Like, I I have no idea. I mean, you know. God knows what's in women's purses. Who knows? You ever have a woman tell you going go in my purse and mm-mm. Oh, I love that. I don't I, I don't deal with that. Oh no, nah, I'm gonna go in that purse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go in that purse. You asked me to go in your purse, I'm gonna go in your purse. Nah, I'm afraid, man. What, I ain't afraid. What have you found in there? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I, I mean, I'm joking, but I haven't found anything in a woman's no, purse. But crazy. yeah, nothing crazy in a woman's purse. It's I'll tell you what though. It's it's, it's like a swap meet in there. <laughs> like <laughs> no bullshit. It's like a surplus of things in there. Like women's purses are generally like Barney bags, literally. Like yeah, because it's, it's so much shit in there. Like hold on, wait. Uh huh. Hold on, wait. And you just I might have some in my purse. Uh huh. You know, women are so dope, yo. Like, like the the piggyback off that. Women are so dope because they'll have women are like walking toolboxes almost. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's shit that you'll have on you, and you'll be like, "Fuck, I ain't got no pen. I ain't got no paper. I ain't got you, you know nothing. You ain't got we nothing. Have, we don't have shit. We don't, don't have, have shit. shit. But you go to a woman, a woman oh, that have does. oh nigga, she have a five star in there, about a fucking notepad. Like she have everything that she need in her purse, and and will never take it out. And just for those times, like mm-hmm. you said, you know, I might have. And only for our stupid asses when we need it. No exactly. Way. You know what? I love women. Shout out to the women, man. man shout out to women. Yeah, shout that's, out. That's to, real talk. Shout out to black women. I'm serious. Yeah. Amen. I'm not fooling with no white women. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got a problem with the white women. Nah, I got a problem. <laughs> but you know. I, I, they always say in preference because I got challenged about that. You know, they were talking about white women. I said, of course, of course, I would rather have a black woman. Of course, like yeah, that's that's just natural. 
I don't have a problem with white women. I don't. The older I get, I don't really see myself being around white women like to be able, yeah, to even, you know, yeah, get that close to one because of who I am and right. you know the culture that I'm in, right. So of course I'm more gravitated towards black women, but I don't have, you know, I know some people. <laughs> oh yes, you know they're not with the white women, and and that's fine, you know that's yeah. cool. Because I can, I can never argue against nothing you say. Like, man, everybody hit me with the unseasoned chicken argument. And I'm like, you're right. I don't know what else. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to you. If I get unseasoned chicken, I'm going to be highly upset. I think, one, I don't, I don't find, I don't find white women attractive. Hmm. So, and that's that's not a slight to white women. Like I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say it's a slight to hey, everybody. Don't find everybody. Yeah, everybody don't. It's certain things you don't find attractive. So I don't find white women attractive, and it, it I think it's because it's it's not because it's one of those things where like you see black women all the time, so that's what you're used to, right? And you don't want to branch out to something different. It's right. just I genuinely don't find them attractive. Like right. <clears throat> it's just like how you know. Women don't like real short niggas. Like yeah, yeah. you know, a, a woman <laughs> want to feel protected. She yeah. want you know. It's just not what you're attracted yeah, to. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm not attracted to white women. Sucks and, for the guys under five six. Exactly. <laughs> five, five seven. Five five. five, five. Like, <laughs> but you know, it is that and, bro. As a white woman, I can't call you a nigga. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like, and that's that's what I was saying about the culture. Like, yeah, like. The culture shock is there because I can't talk to you how I want to talk to you. Right. Like, I can't talk to you and be like, yo, you seen the shit that's going on in Congress and they, man, they about to get right. us. Like, you know, I can't right. talk to you. Exactly. You and know? That's, that's why I said, like, I feel like the older I get, you know, I'm obviously more gravitated or I, I, the probability of me being with a white woman is short because... Of the culture, I mean, like you said, I can't talk to you. Man, this nigga Trump racist as fuck. You might, you know, you're yeah. more than likely. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might be a Trump supporter. From. And I'm not even really, you know, into the politics of what you support, but in my home, yeah. what we're going to talk about, yeah. I don't know if I can have those same conversations. Now, I might meet some white woman off the cuff and, you know, we might hit it up. I don't know. But I. I'm not against it, but I don't see it happening yeah. because of what you just said. Yeah, that's it's we immersed in our own culture. So I like it's I love my culture so much that I can't see myself with a white woman. I think that's what it is. Like right. I love everything about black women. Like right. from the hair to the physique to you know, like white like black women are the most emulated. Like, oh, well, yeah. black people are the most emulated people. Oh, yeah. But, Period. you know, like, from the big ass to the big tits and the, and the small waist, like, that that shape has been emulated after black women. Like, we the original people and yeah, all that. So, I mean, all that's been yeah, so, <laughs> ran through. So, how could you not, like, how could you not want the perfect prototype? Like, this is the mold that people try to build themselves into. Right. Like, so I all want the ass shots. Yeah, all the ass shots and the implants and stuff Rest like implants. The, the waist shapers and yeah. like black women are so trendy that I, I I just could not see myself with a white woman. So I'm like, it's it's just it's nothing appealing about white women. <laughs> it's like like I've tried 
like I, I hear the I hear the conversations where it's like, you know, Megan Fox and Angelina Jolie. I mean, yeah, you know, and like you go to the top of the top of the tree. And yeah, pick, you but know. but even then, white people, white women age terribly. White people age terribly. That's one. That's a fact. So I need to be able to still be. I need to st- at sixty. I still want to be able to chase you around the house. Right. Like I still want to have like yo, that ass is fat. I need to be on that ass. Come here, like <laughs> you know, or you yeah, still cute. Still Come here, let me kiss you. Like yeah. I still need to be attracted to you. So if if me and you sixty, bitch, you about to look like you eighty. Like yeah, and that's, that age thing. Is yeah, that age thing is a real thing that's with real. white people, dog. Like so, I'm not. This is not a slight. To white women, but me knowing me, bless you, me me knowing me and and knowing what I like, I will never pass up a a, a, a almond chocolate caramel big fro natural hair shapely woman, Slim. Like I don't think any dude who even likes white women will pass <laughs> all that for a white woman. But you know what? But you know what though? It's a lot of niggas out here who do not like black women. Yeah. Like and you hear a lot of the you hear a lot of that ignorant talk, you know, how like I, I hear a lot of dudes say, you know, I don't like dark skinned girls. That that has always been weird to me, even before you know this has been trendy or you yeah, know, yeah. Like back in the day when that was just like a normal thing to say, yeah. I never understood that. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the girls I liked were dark as fuck. Yeah, I was like, man, like, what do you mean, like, yeah? But I hear a lot of dudes say that, man, and I, you know, I hear a couple dudes say, you know, well, you know, I don't really fuck with dark skinned girls, but she look alright. I'm just like. <laughs> And you know, I ain't I ain't here to jump all down the throat about it. Oh, you you know, the black one. I ain't Man, here for I'm all here, that, I'm, but I'm here for it. <laughs> it just always kind of bothered <laughs> me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was always kind of weird. But I, like, I never. I, girl, I used to like at VSU. Man, she was. Dark, dark <laughs> man. She was sexy as hell. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was sexy as hell, and I, I'm like, I don't, I never looked at skin complexion, and you know, always the cliche thing, all red bones, you know. Yeah. We all know all red bones ain't cute. Yeah, that oh, myth, of course, that myth has yeah. been debunked. Yeah, I gotta stop that. Like, <laughs> gotta stop that shit. Yeah, but you know, light skin, this and that. But I never looked at you know, girl, just because she's dark skin, that that if she was cute, her being dark skin had no effect on. Yeah, how she looked. To yeah, me. her skin tone didn't affect. Yeah, you know, and then and I that might play in the features too. Yeah, because she had perfect. You know, she had attractive features. Yeah, white women don't have attractive features. Like pointy, just pointy like, ass noses, and pointy shit. noses, yeah. no lips. The, like the typical white woman. You you're right. There yeah. are some that you know. If you're if you're eighty percent white and twenty percent black. Then there's of course there's an exception. Like if you, if, mean, yeah, it's, you know, because you have some type of. I'm talking about straight. The audacity to call Cassidy. Like yeah, I know what you're talking. <laughs> like I'm talking about Matt yeah, White. It's nothing like, attractive about that. Yeah, shit. it's nothing attractive. <laughs> like even like the little Valley girls, like the girls who tan every day and oh, like that shit just looks fake. Yeah, like I don't, I don't like right. nothing about that makes. Like everything about that makes my penis off. <laughs> I'm serious. Like there's like black women are the standard. 
Like I will not go in or out of dating a black woman. Like, <clears throat> man, like I said, a man, woman of color. I'm not gonna say African American. Just a woman of training color. Training and ass shots and I mean, it's all to try to be the black woman for real. Yeah. Like, how could you? Like, how could you? As a man, like I'm talking to, I'm talking about niggas who really don't like black women. Like, I don't think I could ever trust the nigga who doesn't like black women. I don't think I can either. Like, I could never trust a nigga like that because I question your motives. Why exactly don't you like, yeah, like black women? What is your hate? Like, what, what would be your direct hate to say I'm never dating a, I'm never dating a black Now, if you end up with a white chick or Spanish chick or whatever, but to take the direct motive to say, you know, I'm not dealing with black women. Yeah. It's kind of immature. Yeah, it's deeply know. rooted. It's it's something else in in your heart that you need to deal with. Yeah. Like it isn't it isn't just flat out, you know. Oh, you know, I'm just not attracted to black women. Nah, like every person wants to be able to relate to somebody. Like right. and you know, like I'm all for interracial things. Like nigga, interracial porn is something that I like. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> But I'm saying like I was watching some of they said porn is going in racism. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's gonna it's gonna spark it. It's gonna, it's it's gonna, gonna spark it's gonna ramp it up. Cause Lil Todd and then looking at that shit, watching that BBC demolish that white woman that <laughs> he just stroking the shrimp like <laughs> how come I can't? <laughs> yeah, but it's it's like it's men. Well, as a black man, it's just like you want to be able to relate. Like I'm not even gonna say as a black man. I'm I'm just saying people in general. You want to be re- be able to relate to your significant other, right? So that and you know, like we both run in the same race. We both have hit like hits against us. Like I'm a black man, you're a black woman. We're right. both trying. We're running the same race. Like we're both look. We're we're both frowned upon. Right. Like they want to throw me in jail and kill me. They want to emulate and rape you and take me away from you to make you weak. So that's something that can bring us together. Yeah, like we we are running the same race. So I I hate I hate that whole conversation about you know you have it better like black men have it better than us and this that and the fourth. Like when you step into your when you step into your office building and they come to you and they tell you, "Hey, you know, like you're, you're gunning for that office job. You have a better chance of getting that high power job than we do. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Because nowadays. Yeah, nowadays because a lot of these corporations look at like powerful black men as oh, like you know that's way more scary. Yeah, we don't want him to be the face of the company. Like right. they'd rather put a woman in that 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 situation or that and, and, and champion it. And hey, hey, look. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that like that's what they that's what they do. Equal opportunity employer. Yeah. Like, this uh, is our this is my our minority yeah, division. They're not gonna like, put that, that dominant force. Yeah, they not they not gonna put a powerful black man right there. And then you look at how, you know, we're profiled. Like we're profiled every day. So it's a lot of it's a lot of things that we go through as men that women don't go through. And I'm 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 just tired of people having that back and forth argument like, yo. You know, like, oh, we have it worse than you guys. Like, we're both running the same race. Exactly. <laughs> like, we both have it bad. Like, we are both the, 
both of us would if we jump in the time machine and pop out the time machine in early 1700s we both be slaves exactly. <laughs> that's what i'm saying like nobody has the upper hand for real we both got it fucked up that's how i always equate things because and you know i don't want to get fully on this racial thing but the history of this country you can't just things are what they are this is an evil world a lot of evil things happen but well, for every action there's a reaction mm-hmm. and you can't just act like stuff didn't happen. Yeah. We like to try a lot. We like to say, oh, we're moving into the future. Things have ripple effects. Everything yeah. has a ripple effect. Yeah. And, you know, it's... In order for racism to end, I feel as though... And I like I know this is like a, a real touchy topic that we shouldn't even went down a hole with. But I feel like in order for racism to fully rim... Like the fully in white people have to be responsible and and really step up and be like, yo, a lot of things need to change. Like, yeah. and 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 that's why I don't knock interracial relationships because yeah. your your partner might be the one who like who can change things for us, right? Like, so if your partner has that we all people, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if your partner understands, like, yo, the race has always been, you know tampered with for us and she's willing or he's willing to step out on a limb and be like yo this is my wife this is my girlfriend you're not about to talk to her like that right and you at all the rallies and you you buy from black businesses as a a white person and stuff like that that is very beneficial to that's what it takes as a mass yeah as a mass like as the race and we you know we as black people have to do a lot of work too we can't just put the ball in the white people court but you know both sides have work to do but if you're going to be in a relation in an interracial relationship with a white person, I feel like your white person has to understand like that racism is real. Racism is real. Yeah. And and you got to sit there and deal with <laughs> Uncle Tommy <laughs> and their parents who want to call you a nigga at Thanksgiving. Right. Like these are real things. Like yeah. it's not it's not like it's satire and it's jokes right now, but Along along the lines of that family, there's going to be racism. Like it, it, there's no there's no doubt about it. Like it isn't people going like I heard, I heard people talk about these relationships and they'd be like, oh, not every white person is racist and this that and the fourth. That's true. Not every white person is racist. Right. But along the lines of their family lineage, there's some racism. Oh yeah. It's like there is <laughs> like great grandma. Great grandma racist blood Mirabelle is a true nigga hater. Like <laughs> like Elizabeth does not like you coming in the house and sticking your hand in the white fridge. Like that's just not it. So you gotta you gotta keep that in mind. And and that was the whole premise of get history. out. <laughs> you cannot change history. Yeah. We know what happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but it's enough about that. (laughs) (laughs) Enough about racism, man. You know, enough challenges out here. Running on an hour and a half, bro. You got any song you want to play, or what what you want to do? Uh, let's run into some. uh, Well, you how you want to end it? Let's change the tone. Let's listen to something a little happy. We need to find a happy song. Nice happy song, huh? Like a real happy song. What song? What song right now are you feeling that that kind of make you feel some type of way? Like that that make you feel good about yourself? Make you feel good about myself. 
Is it we can be like a current song? Current song, old song, old song, yeah, song. Like we gonna we gonna stamp that as the happy music. So whatever song you find, nah, you want me to find some happy music? Yeah, none of that Pastor Troy. No, no, we don't no. play in GA. No. None of that. <laughs> <laughs> don't sit here and tell me vice versa get you. <laughs> vice versa makes me feel good on the inside. Yeah, like, don't don't tell me none nah, of that. Nah, man, we gonna. Uh, That makes me feel good on the inside. And did you listen to any new music this week? Hell no. <laughs> you know, I tell people, man, I'm stuck in a time machine in this music shit, we man. Gotta, like, we got to create a better <laughs> narrative. <laughs> <laughs> this being sort of a music podcast. Hey, man, you're right. I have, I've been trying to do my research, you know, on the music. I mean, I, I kind of get stuck in, you know, what I believe to be good. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I mean... Well, I'm going to run down a list of stuff that dropped. So you had a, uh, the new Future and Juice World. I don't know who the fuck Juice World is. They called that nigga a rap titan and I almost threw my phone. <laughs> Juice World, is that the, uh, the light-skinned dude? The big light-skinned dude? You know? <laughs> I have no idea who this nigga is, like who this nigga is, but they called him a rap titan. Oh, so uh, they dropped the project and then you got uh, the little nigga Khalid, you know, the semi-location nigga, he dropped the album. Oh yeah, yeah. And, uh, who else? Lil Yachty. It's this chick named Summer Walker that I fuck with. I know you. I've heard the name. Yeah. I, I probably, I probably heard the songs and just didn't know who I was listening to. Yeah, but that's what happens a lot of times. There's a lot of little good music that dropped. I mean, it was some shit that I wouldn't listen to, but it was I right for the most part. This is a terrible what? ending. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find, terrible, try to find, find a, <laughs> an ending track, man. Try to find some outro music and shit. This is outro terrible. music. All right, man, we got this. Nah, I got it. <laughs> I got it, man. We out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Yeah.